Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 46 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. We welcome in Lucas Giolito with our fingers crossed today, thanks to the Wi-Fi in Kansas City. What happened? Is it so hot there that it's burned through everything equipment-wise? It's been an issue at this hotel uh, for my entire career. You know, me being an avid gamer and whatnot, uh, this is a trip where you got to come prepared with something else, maybe a book. Are you reading right now? Because you are a Harvard-Westlake grad. Um, I am I am not currently reading any books. Uh, I am kind of on the lookout, uh, talking with Liam. He's a big-time reader. Uh, I actually just hit up my uncle to send Liam some signed copies of his work because Liam's kind of into sci-fi, fantasy, stuff like that. And good old uncle uncle mark has written some in a genre so okay good good um let's see here boy did you have a good break didn't you yeah it was wonderful but come on fill us in fantastic uh yeah let us know I, i want the whole deal okay well you were just asking if it was wonderful i didn't know you wanted details yet do it was wonderful no it was it was great so uh we had the all-star break uh three days off i flew home all the way from baltimore to uh sacramento and my wife picked me up from the airport it's my first time seeing her and man i don't know if a couple months at least and uh then The next day, we headed out to beautiful Lake Tahoe, where we quickly learned that I'll probably never Airbnb again. Whoa. What happened? Yeah, it was was quite the adventure. So, Chris, have you ever been to Lake Tahoe in the summertime? Lucas, not only have I been to Lake Tahoe, my first television job full time was in Reno, Nevada, 50 miles from Lake Tahoe. So I have. Oh, yeah. Come on now. It so is, you, you probably hopped over there all the time. It's the best place. I love it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's wonderful wintertime as well as summertime, which is when we went. Um, so, kind of to lay it out, I don't know, a week or two before. Uh, Ari and I were talking, hey, let's kind of get away. She, she kind of had a little break in her schedule uh, that synced up with the all-star break. I mean, she still had to work, but she was able to like go away, which was good. And I was like, all right. And I was kind of looking at hotels, looking at various properties and whatnot, uh, just to be able to nab for a couple days. And I was thinking... Actually, you know what? I said Airbnb earlier. It's not their fault. It was Verbo, VRBO. Oh yeah, that, now they're they're the transition have, party. Yeah, they're the. That's who people. I have a vendetta against now. So I was thinking, you know, instead of staying in a hotel, I stay in hotels all the time. Ari's in hotels all the time when she visits me and when we're on the road. Let's change it up. 
I want to rent like an entire house cabin with the water, uh, we'll, you know, more space. We'll bring the dog. It will be great. And so we get on the road to <laughs> Lake Tahoe from where we live, about a two hour drive. And when we're on the highway on the way there, <laughs> this is completely off topic, but we're on the highway on the way there and a left far left lane carpool lane we're driving and there's like this crazy car accident about 60 feet in front of us going all the way across um it was like the middle lanes and and a woman truck and i think she was on her phone and like was like going and and kind of like veering off and then noticed she was veering off and it was that like oh oh shit you know, and she just went all the way across and clipped the car and they went sideways all the way into the shoulder right in front of us. So I had to slam the brakes, pull off in the shoulder. I call 911, get out. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? Everybody was all right. And as I'm kind of describing where we are on the highway and what I witnessed, the one lady takes off. So hit and run. <laughs> yeah. And my wife and I are helping uh, this other couple that they got the brunt of it um, pretty bad, but they ended up being fine. Um, Ari gave her phone number to the driver of that vehicle and they texted us the next day. Thank you. We're good. Just some bumps and bruises. So I hope that the hit and run driver was caught though. Well, can we, can we stop there for a second? Did the people get out of the car and they're like, I have you on my fantasy team. This is so weird. No. Okay. No. I had to ask. No, we're 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 like just outside of Sacramento, California. Like, I'm not. Sh- the funny thing is, is like I'll meet White Sox fans like everywhere, and I they're everywhere. It's so weird. Um, I thought that when I came over, when I got traded to the White Sox, like. Yeah, it's in Chicago, but it's more considered like the smaller market of Chicago. But now mm-hmm. that we're playing well and winning, it's like, wow, okay, they're coming out the woodwork. Um, but yeah, back, this is what I do with my stories. I trail off. It's okay. Other, so I want to know why like you're so tree. pissed off at VRBO because I've used them recently and they've been fine. So I want to hear why you're mad. It's not VRBO. It's not the app. It's our experience. So as I was looking through the air, uh, the VRBOs and the Airbnbs and all these properties in Lake Tahoe, I was just looking for like a cabin house, whatever, something nice near the water and found a few, only a few pet friendly, which is fine. We did through those. Uh, the, the number one thing about all the, these houses and like is none of them have air conditioning. True. True. You got me. Okay. Yeah, I do. So none of them have air conditioning. That's just a, a thing in Lake Tahoe. There's no air conditioning in the houses. I'm not really sure why it gets pretty hot in the summer. I guess a lot more hot now than it ever really has before. Mm-hmm. It was like 90 around 90 degrees when we were there in the daytime. So I was like, ah, 
I'm a big AC guy. Uh, I'm thinking ah, maybe we should go to a hotel instead. But you know what? Like, we'll open the windows. The breeze will come in off the lake. We're not really going to be in the house during the day that much anyways. It will cool off at night. You know, it'll be fine. Right, Chris? It'll be fine. Nope. nope. <laughs> you should have called me ahead of time. I could have saved you the aggravation. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally after the whole accident on the highway debacle and trek on up pull up to the cabin it's really nice quaint like it's in this small little neighborhood like right off from the main road uh right on the river or i mean on the on the lake it's it's very nice I pull up hop out of the car grab the luggage i open the front door <laughs> and I push it open and it was like opening the gates to hell. What? I open the front door and walk in and I'm like, Oh, it is hot. It is oh hot. God. So bad. And all the windows are closed. It's just like a heat box, stagnant air. And so I rush over to the thermostat. I see it like in the, the side of the living room. I rush over and it read 97 degrees. <laughs> it was only like, it was only like 81 degrees outside at the time. We got there in like the mid evening, early evening. We got there at like 5.36 PM. Oh it said not. It said 97 degrees inside of this house. And so our dog, like, I'm like, oh, God, I, I went in before Ari. She was still, like, doing stuff in the car. And I'm like, I'm already panicking. Like, <laughs> no, man, the All-Star break's, like, three days long. <laughs> I, I can't, We can't be doing this. Oh, my God. Oh, and so, of course, Ari comes in, and she just starts losing it. Like, she's laughing. This is, this is ridiculous. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? And I text like the property manager or whatever. I'm like, hey, it's like 96 degrees in here. Uh, what do you got? I don't, I don't, re I've never been in something like this in my life. Like open the windows, fans, like does, is it going to cool off? And she just texted back like this kind of canned response. So there's fans in the closets. Okay. And our dog, you know, we bring our dog in and within 15 seconds of being inside of that heat box, our dog is panting and like laying on his side on the floor, just dead. And we're like, okay, I'm thinking like, if we were to stay here for the next two days and you and me want to go out to like eat lunch or like go do something on the lake where we can't bring Louie, our dog, he will die inside of this house. Yeah. Like we'll come back to a dead dog. It's very morbid, but that was, I, I'm thinking, what the hell is this? This is terrible. And so we left and we went to a really nice hotel and it was just wonderful after that. Got to Did hang you out. Did you get your money back? Yeah. I didn't even try. 
See, that's when you know you're big league, when you don't even try. I would be calling them uh, being like, God damn it. I put all this money down. I walk into a house. It's 97 degrees. You're trying to kill my dog. I get three days for the all-star break. I haven't seen my wife in months. What are you going to do? And you're like, yeah, whatever. That's impressive, Lucas. I mean, I was debating it like all those things you just said. But I didn't want to just carry like anger. I, I only had that small amount of time to like kind of reset for the second half, hang out with Ari, hang out with Louie and uh, try and enjoy Lake Tahoe, which we ended up doing great. Like the right. next couple of days after we got out of there. But I know that with those companies, they cover their ass in so many ways. Yeah. Um, I've had issues with rental properties before in the past, not through VRBO or Airbnb, but just in general. Mm-hmm. And like, it is hard to get money back um, when you like check the boxes. And that's the thing is like, it said no air conditioning. Um, I knew it didn't have air conditioning. I didn't know that it was that bad. And it's like it's definitely in my opinion like kind of a shitty thing for them to do knowing that like knowing that that house can get to those temperatures in on the inside and it's not like if you're like go out on a hot day and it's 95 degrees but like you're outside like yeah it can be uncomfortable but whatever it's like inside of a box where the air doesn't move at all that's really bad, really gross. So, well, you know, the last time I talked to you, I was in Arizona for our son's baseball tournament. I talked to you from a hotel, but we moved to a Airbnb for the weekend. We walked in there and in Arizona, it's 111 degrees mm-hmm. air conditioning blasting. It was like an ice box. It was so nice. Our people, we had a completely different experience. So I feel badly for you. But did you pick up a baseball while you were there? Um, so when we were driving back to our home after our Tahoe trip, we, I stopped by my, uh, facility I work at in Sacramento and played some light catch. That's it. Got it. Got it. I didn't know if Ari had to throw on the gear, maybe catch a bullpen. No, no, it's not for her. Has she ever done that? Oh yeah. We, we've played especially in quarantine, we like made up this baseball game. We played backyard during the COVID quarantine. It was like, it was played with PVC pipe and, and a tennis ball or multiple tennis balls. Cause we, we would hit too many dinger. And so, yeah, I mean, we had like, I had this net I was actually throwing baseballs into, but we used that as like the strike zone and we had a whole system of like, it was kind of like over the line mm-hmm. mixed in with like wiffle ball, Fun. but not played with a wiffle ball, played with a uh, tennis ball. And then Louie could be involved sometimes. He Louie would be uh, the all-time fielder. Sure. And so it was like you hit the ball and then we'd like sometimes start a, a clock or whatever. And if like Louie was able to go and retrieve the ball within X amount of seconds, then it would be an out. Got it. 
better range, Louie or Tim Anderson? Oh. I'd have to give it – I'm going to give it to T.A. because T.A. will take a direct route to the ball, whereas uh, Louie has just as much speed, agility, uh, and explosiveness as anyone, but he can get distracted and doesn't necessarily take the best route to the ball. Lucas, you just legitimately broke down your dog fielding grounders. I just want to let you know that. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> so you came out of the gates in the second half and threw your best game of the year against the Houston Astros. Do you think it was coincidence or not that you had the ability to recharge and then took down what is arguably the best lineup in baseball? It was definitely not coincidence. Uh, I felt like I just kind of needed uh, that little little pick-me-up. Had a really, really good time over the All-Star break, uh, as short as it is. Uh, and had some really good conversations with Ari about baseball and life. And I just felt like I kind of came back into the second half in a much better spot mentally. And so I, was, I felt very prepared to go and have a good game, uh, my first one back. Did she give you, because you've talked about how much you share with her and how much she tends to get you back to center, if you will. Can you share with us a conversation? Did she say, hey, listen, it, you might be overthinking all of this. Just go play baseball. Um, somewhat. I mean, most of the conversations were just generally about mental health, not necessarily baseball. Got it. Uh, I feel like sometimes I attach too much of my self-worth as a human to my baseball uh, playing ability, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I understand that. Like you're you want to be great at what you do and it's why you're really, really good. And I mean, I think we all do to a degree. Don't you think that? Oh, hell yeah. No, I agree 100 percent. I think that if you're going to be like the best or really, really good, you know, you want to be in the top. X percentile of your job, career, whatever it is you do, then you have to care a lot and you have to, I mean, kind of in a sense, like attach some of your self-worth to that success. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I feel like sometimes for me, it can get a little unhealthy. And if it's not going so great, uh, I need to be able to like put things into perspective. Mm. That's why I'm, I'm envious of teammates sometimes that uh, their wives live with them and they and they're, they have kids already and uh, they play every single day uh, or once every five starting pitcher or whatever. And after the game, whether they did well or didn't do well, they go home and there's their wife and their uh, children and their children don't give a shit if dad went 0 for 4, 3 for 5. And it's like, all right, cool, like back to life. For me, a lot of the time, uh, you know, it's like Groundhog Day and, you know, you're doing the same thing every day. And then I'm going back home to an empty apartment or a hotel room. 
and then I'm thinking about it instead of being able to just be like Ari, if like I'm with her full time, she wouldn't be like uh, about that. Oh, let's analyze uh, your pitching performance from two days ago again. No, that's not going to happen. So that's a, it makes perfect sense. That's a big thing. I've wondered about that with you. It's got to be right. I mean, it's hard. Like I feel for you and Ari. It's yeah, but at the same time, like I, I don't want. I'm not like asking for sympathy because like this is the life we chose. I get it, man. Um, but you're married. Like you want to be together, and you guys are both pursuing excellence in your particular fields, and it's going to happen. But there, it doesn't. Yes. People who are listening to this are going to say, well, Lucas Giolito makes millions doing what he does. And his wife, Ari, is pursuing becoming a kick-ass vet. Like, but at the same time, we can have sympathy for you because it's not easy. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, but that's like that makes it fun, though. Yeah, I don't I I, I definitely welcome the challenge. I think it's uh, a lot of fun. Uh even even the like not so fun fun parts like a bad game you learn from it um it's going to get you better in the long run it's going to make you tougher and you know you learn about uh, okay so this is kind of what happened in that inning when i gave up this this and that all right Mm -hmm. cool like on the next one i'll make sure to stay with whatever the mantra is for that day uh so yeah, I think that it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's really cool, but very challenging at times. And I just really appreciated the uh, all-star break this year, sure more so did. than I ever have. Yeah. Hey, guys, something that's not always easy to talk about, ED. But you know what? It shouldn't be. And thanks to GetRoman.com slash Rose, our buddies over at Roman can help you out. What they do is a free consultation If medication is required, it's free two-day shipping right to your house. So all you do is talk over the phone. You're going to get a special consultant who's going to take care of you, get a treatment plan together, and they take care of all forms of ED out there. Listen, if you need a little help, that's nothing to shy away from, but sometimes it's difficult to talk to people, but the people at GetRoman.com slash Rose are there to help you out. In fact, if you use the code word Rose on GetRoman.com, now you're going to get 15 bucks off your first offer. 15 bucks. So we're here to save you money and also tackle an issue. It's as simple as picking up the phone. And also reach out to getroman.com. Use the keyword Rose and off you go. All right. So did you watch the All-Star game or no? Uh, I saw some clips, but I, I didn't watch it. I'm gonna I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious they decided to put a mic on Liam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were asking for. If they're like, "Yeah, we definitely want to get fined by the uh, FCC." For for those people who have not heard the clip of Liam Hendricks, uh, here you go. Enjoy the the sounds. God damn it! I love, I love how like you know it's I don't know it's probably I don't know where they put the mic probably like in the middle of the uni, mm-hmm. and so 
you hear like a little bit of the the background noise of a baseball game, but not as much as you usually do on a on a broadcast. It's like a little awkward, and you hear his breathing, and it's it's the like he throws a pitch, uh, a little grunt. Uh, God damn it! Uh, God damn it! Fucking finish it! Uh, shit cracks me up, man. I don't. What are you doing? He he said, Liam said, they asked me to do it. And I said, are you sure you want me? You want me to be the guy to be mic'd up in the game? They're like, yes. Okay. I tried to warn you. All they had to do was tune into the second episode of the Rose Rotation that we had with you and Liam Hendricks. And they would have known that he... Um, he will expand your four-letter vocabulary. Yeah, he's Australian. It was uh, it was a thing of beauty. And by the way, for all those people who are like, oh, my God, what do I tell my kids? Like, stop with that. It's 2021. So you hear the word fuck. Big deal. It's okay. Did, did people actually get upset? Some people. Very, I think it's a smaller and smaller percentage each time. But man, Parents. if we're trying to get young people into the game, I would keep running that clip 24-7. The Karens. <laughs> All right. So let's Star uh, Wars episode two, attack the Karen. <laughs> let's see how your teammates did on the uh on the purple carpet, is what we called it out in, in Denver. Here's Tim Anderson with his lovely wife. I loved her dress. Oh, yeah. Carlos Rodon and his young family. And there's your boy, Liam. Uh, oh, and oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to switch the view so I can see. My bad. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll run it again for you. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Bria killed it. Oh, Ashley and Willow. There's Christy. I, Lance, I, thought they... I saw little Lance. Oh, yeah, there's Lance and his whole big family. Uh, did, Beautiful. Did, did Lance Lynn have to rent a suit for the occasion, or did he already have one? No, I. Lance is Lance is definitely, he's very show, but um, like in a low key way. Yeah, he's got some suits. You know, he cleans it up. He, you know, it's just the right time and place. He he does what he wants. Got it. I I love it. Girl dad through and through. He's got three lovely little mm. girls. That is a a great, great picture. If you're just doing this audio only, come on over to our YouTube channel so you can check it out. Uh, TA, is he is he flashy or no? Because I thought he I thought he went fairly conservative. Yeah, I you know what? Maybe for his first one, um, he was like, I'm gonna put on the suit. You know, it's still like a, a I'm trying to it's kind of like an olive green. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a little more of like a modern look. He's got like the, the tighter, he's got the tighter pants and the, I, it looks like he's wearing sneakers. He's probably wearing like, I don't know, some ball mains or something like that. Yeah. Look good. Um, Rodon, I thought yeah, was yeah, interesting. It's a good look. Yeah, no. His, and his wife is stunning. Uh, Rodon is, Rodon's the guy who, must wear uh, a White Sox hat and a 55 jersey out in public, just so I know who it is. Because I don't think I would have, I would have pegged him. 
Oh, you wouldn't have recognized him. Yeah, I think he's a guy that would blend in pretty well. I have to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I was happy for him, particularly after what happened with him in the offseason. I think it was great. He was one of the great stories of the first half. And then Liam Hendricks looks like Liam Hendricks. Yeah. Yeah, it's not his first rodeo. No. No. God, he enjoys life. Enjoy. Um, so I brought that up about Rodon. Do you get like, can you walk in Chicago? Yes. Oh, yeah. You can without being recognized. Yeah. I'll get called Chris Bryant before Lucas Giolito, like multiple times. Chris Bryant. It's interesting just because you're. Do you see it? Uh, that's what people say I look like. They're like, oh, you look like Chris Bryant. I have a much bigger face than Chris Bryant. You would have to taper the beard significantly to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is it's getting thick this year. Have you ever tried to carry out the conversation as though you were Chris Bryant? No. Oh, my God. I can't. I'm not like I can't do improv, man. Like it. That kind of stuff, I would fumble it so quick. You come from an acting family. I know. Everyone says that, and I'm no no good at it. Well, let's I'm too, see. Like you... I'm too like earnest. Like I, I'm not. I'm a terrible liar. Like really bad. Just ask Ari. I've tried. Doesn't work. I and so you know, acting is like kind of like lying. Right. And so I would just get nervous and then they'd ask something where I don't know what to say. And I'm not quick witted enough to just think of something. Whoa, what would Chris Bryant say right here in three seconds before the person's like, you got something wrong with you? So when so with the lying, I don't want to delve too much into this because it's dangerous territory. But let's say that Ari said, hey, do you like this outfit on me? Would you have to be honest or could you say, even if it's not an ideal outfit, because sometimes whatever the outfit's not perfect. Mm. Could you lie your way through it? So <laughs> she's, I've tried to lie. It doesn't work. Ari, I remember, I don't know if we were going to a wedding and she sent me, she was sending me pictures of dresses that she was like, oh, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And it was just like dresses on the models uh, from the internet, right? Just sending me a bunch. I'm like, ooh, that one's great. That looks good, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was saying that every single one looked good because I don't really have, I don't really have a clue in, in women's fashion I don't really have a clue in men's fashion either. I just try and fake it sometimes. And uh, so she's sending me dress after dress after dress. And then she sent me one particular one. And I don't know if I was at the point where I wasn't really fully paying attention anymore, or I was just trying to be nice and be like, yeah, everything's great. It would all look good on you. sent me one dress that was particularly horrible 
And I didn't even notice really it was that bad uh, when she initially sent it. And I just fired back, uh, oh yeah, great. I, I think that's a good option. That looks good too. And she just sends me back like, LMFAO, you're so full of shit. <laughs> like this is the ugliest dress. I've been spending 20 minutes specifically to find the ugliest dress just to send to you and you still say it looks good like <laughs> it was like this big purple poofy something i don't know and so yeah i mean i just try and be like relatively honest without being a dick like just don't be an asshole mm-hmm. um you know give your opinion don't be a doormat yeah you can't go on cruise control that's when wives in my opinion, really get pissed off. So what I would say mm-hmm. is, like I've gotten to the point, we we're going to be married 24 years in September, where she, if she puts something on that she got from Amazon or something, she puts it on, said, yeah, it just it's not fitting right. It's not fitting right. And she's like, really? So I said, it has nothing to do with your body. It's not fitting right. That's what I said. I didn't say, my God, you're hideous. I said, it's not fitting right. Don't you want it to fit right? <laughs> She's like, yes. I said, right. So go a size smaller. It is not fitting. It is too baggy on you. It's like, oh, okay. If you always play the too baggy card, that means it's totally the outfit and not her. But then again, my wife is a smoke show and she just turned 53 the other day. She's, it's ridiculous. I don't know what she's doing with me. I don't know. So there. That's my, that's my husband. I feel like advice. that. Is- there. <laughs> Take that. Hey, you know, it wasn't all that long ago that Lucas Giolito was a top prospect in baseball. And if you want to find out all about the kids that are making their way to the show, tune in to Farm to Fame. That's right. It's another podcast available on the John Boy Media family. Former Major League p- pitcher, my buddy Pete Moylan, and journalist Kelsey Winger. They bring you all the best on the kids, how they're doing on the farm, and what it means for your favorite team moving forward. So also follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Farm to fame, it's that simple. If you want to know about the kids that are going to become major leaguers or might be used as trade bait for the next big name in the world, it is farm to fame. Thanks for tuning into that. And here's more of the Chris Rose rotation. I do want to roll a clip. You talked about you don't have improv skills. You don't have the ability to lie to people. A few years ago, the White Sox marketing team. Oh, yes. Took you out to the concourse. To I was run. so bad at it. I was no, this so is really good. At it. So this is you running the, the ball machine where you can throw pitches to see how fast you clock in. So this is Lucas in disguise, wearing a wig under a White Sox hat. Let's let's see how it went. See what you got. Give it give it a give it a run and start. Headshot. He didn't listen to my advice. He's had a pretty nice year. Who's your favorite pitcher this year? Dylan Cease, how come? He's just, he's just a good guy. I like, his, I like his attitude. Yeah, he loves yoga. Big meditation guy. Yeah, yeah it's good stuff. And you said Dylan Cease. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So for people that couldn't follow along, the first lady was asked, who's your favorite pitcher? And she goes, Giolito. And he, Lucas just gives a nice little smirk because she doesn't know she's talking to Lucas Giolito. I feel like they all knew. 
Well, you were sitting down, so that took away the vertical part of the equation. Yeah, I I want to do that again, but go into full like get makeup for forty minutes, um, train my lines, and do it like that was like pregame. I, it was like a whole, you know, it was like a whole fan experience. So I feel like some people had an idea of what was going on. There were definitely people that had no clue and never had a clue, like didn't even interact with me really. They're like, just give me the ball. I want to throw it. You know, um, one guy showed up hammer drunk at, it was like pregame night game. So it was like 5 PM just out of his mind drunk comes up he's just staring at me he's like i I, like he thinks that he knows what's going on but at the same time he's out of his mind and it got a little uncomfortable and then he got escorted away (laughs) they cut that from the video (laughs) um how much how badly did you want to grab a ball and like throw 94 on the spot um ooh that's that's what i wanted you to do i couldn't because the whole reason i was doing something like that is because i had, my season was it was towards the end of the year my season was over with a lat injury oh <laughs> got it okay that wasn't going to happen then next time you do it i want i want you to chuck one just you know those speed pitch things um that's like the worst thing you can do if you're an aspiring baseball player. Just you're completely cold. You're at a baseball game eating junk food and drinking beer. <laughs> and, or if you're under 21, you're a kid, you're drinking soda, eating cotton candy, and you just grab a baseball and throw it as hard as you can a couple times without any warm up, nothing. <laughs> Let's just say that thing has ended more careers than jump started. Probably. Oh man, but it was funny. I thought you did great. I thought you did really well. It was funny. It was very funny. Um, so you've got a road trip coming up in the near future. You are going to be playing the New York Yankees in the Field of Dreams game. Mm. Right now, right now, it's looking like Dylan Cease might be getting that one. Is that good or bad? Um, I like selfishly, if I pitch the game, great, like, all right, cool. But like, if I, if I had a choice, I think I would want to not pitch so I can like just experience it all. Cause if I'm pitching, the whole experience is going right out the window. I mean, I'm going to be doing my normal preparation, going out there. You know, you got to treat it like a big league game Um, because it is. I mean, it counts. Uh, If I'm not pitching, I'm going to be right there with the fans like, whoa, this is different. This is super crazy and random. Like we're in the middle of the Iowa cornfields right now. Do you want to – because? Right now, I don't know exactly if they're going to put a fence up because right now all I've seen are promo shots. No, there's a fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we ought to have the corn. Just corn is in said, play. 
I said the same thing, Chris. I said the same damn thing. Just a wall of corn. No, um, no fence to indicate home runs. Just a wall of corn. And then if a guy hits it in the corn, the outfielders are going in there. So you could retrieve what would be a home run in a regular park. If you can find it in corn aisle six, you play yeah, it, you so run it out and let's play I, it. I mean, yeah. So it's like Aloy comes up, hits an absolute tank, 450 feet dead center into the corn. He's got to run because Brett Gardner is going to be going like this through the corn looking for that baseball. He picks it up. He's just going to chuck it out of the cornfields onto the field to play. And so if Aloy wants his home run, he still has a good chance at it, right? Yeah. It, it's going to be hard to find that baseball. But just in case, you got to go. I think that would make it so freaking funny. Do you, would it be better if when you guys are on defense that Shoeless Joe is dressed up and in the corn as an extra defender? shoeless Joe Jackson. Okay. He's not going to be living work with me, Lucas. It's going to be some fictitious. I'm not, guy I'm not shoeless like Joe. Actor. Yeah. Let's, let's put it in there. And does he just like run around the field and like, doesn't mess with anything? He's going to be, I'm putting him in the corn. It's going to be Ray Liotta, you know, uh, you know, he's obviously a heavy smoker. Ray Liotta used to be. I don't know if he can cover any ground in the corn. But what the heck? We're in. So you're just saying like it's kind of it reminds me of like um like Knott's Berry Farm during <laughs> Halloween. <Yes. laughs> Starts plucking away Yankees outfielders and White Sox outfielders. Guys are gonna be disappearing. We're turning this into a horror. We're gonna make flick, them, all of a gonna make them look like zombies. <laughs> That's so messed up. Are are guys excited about the game, or is it an annoyance because it's kind of in the middle, or is it kind of cool because it breaks things up? Uh, well, we get paid extra for it, which is cool. Oh, of course, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then the uh, I, I think. Anytime, anytime MLB does something like this and, you know, two teams go to a location to play, whether it be London or Williamsport or Japan, you're going to have players that are like, this is awesome. This is the best. And you're going to have players that aren't about it. Everyone has their preferences. Like for me, I'm about it because I'm all about anything to break up the monotony. Um, our, our hope is that it doesn't rain at all and we don't have to like stay in Iowa. I think that we would be in, man, I think they're saying Cedar Rapids. Does that sound like it's close enough? Hey man, all I know from Iowa is that I was in the music man. So all I know are the names of the cities, Dubuque, Des Moines, Davenport, Marchantown, Mason city, Keogh, Ames Clear Lake, but I have no idea where they are. It's one of the states I've never been to. I know. I know nothing. I think Iowa might be like 50 out of 50 for me, like in the back of like knowledge about this state. (laughs) 
And so oh, this is great. And it's also a state I've never been in in my life. So check another one off, off the list. Um, are we looking at Google Maps of Cedar yeah. Rapids to the field? Yeah, it's producer, about an hour. Producer extraordinaire Robbie Shiraco has put it up. Robbie, open your mic so you can tell us. I can't see my old it's eyes. About, yeah, I can't see. Uh, it says about an hour fifteen. Yeah, so that's where we would stay if we were to have a rain out. Otherwise, it might be like a fly in, fly out, same day kind of deal. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm about it. That's my opinion. I, I think it will be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to just a different experience. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of 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 a fan of the movie, so it'll be cool. Has Tony Larusa organized movie night where you all are going to watch Field of Dreams as a team together? <laughs> no, no. I think most guys have seen Field of Dreams. But I'd categorize Field of Dreams as like the least baseball baseball movie. And why is that? Because it's about like J.D. Salinger. It's not even about baseball. It's like kind of about baseball, I guess. Does it does it bother you as, as much as me when they, when they say at the end when Costner says to his dad, "Who's come back? Hey, Dad, want to have a catch?" There's some cringy lines in it, like all throughout. Um, that is kind of, ooh, that did make my skin crawl a little bit. <laughs> it didn't ruin the movie uh, for me because I still cried walking out of the theater, but I have never in my life to either of my sons say, hey, you want to have a catch? Because they would have looked at me yeah, and be like, play it's play catch or want to What throw. the fuck are you asking me to do? Who wants, who wants to have a catch? I want to have dinner later, but I would like to play catch with you. I don't say, would you yeah. like to play dinner? You know, maybe it's like, maybe it's like a Midwestern thing, like pop and soda, you know, it's not, I'm catch, from the Midwest. Catch. I am from the Midwest. <laughs> not once did I say to my dad or not once have my kids said to me, Hey, want to have a catch? Never. My, my least favorite part of the movie is when I don't know if it's a son or daughter, little kid, like six year old, eight year old kid daughter gets pushed off the bleachers by mm-hmm. the evil uncle uncle mm-hmm. push pushes her off the bleachers and she falls on the ground and, and it's like just yeah it's just like the most awkward um i don't know it's like they they're like the writers are like oh there has to be like a and that's what they went with yeah I, I, I think it was awkward and strange. Yeah, no, it was. It it was more. I think it wasn't a. Yeah, he. I guess he did kind of push her a little bit, like she was annoying him and whatever, and she choked on the hot dog. And yeah, that was that was a little rough. But for the most part, we can agree it was an enjoyable two hours. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, all the all the stuff when he goes out to to he's driving and. Um, goes up to where is he in Boston and he's like knocking on his door all those scenes I really enjoyed yeah yeah we just played the clip again and <laughs> yeah, there he, it is. he had picked up his niece and for whatever reason because you she was frustrating him and Costner grabs her and she falls out of the hands and falls and now she's choking 
That, so. But when they have the like top down shot of her just laying there dead. <laughs> oh my God. Why are we laughing at that? That is horrible. <laughs> that is just, let's move on to well, better things. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. It's, it was good. I'm, I'm happy I, you're taking us through this. All is this is a family stuff. show. Well, not really. Um, I don't know what we are. We're not going to label ourselves. So we are going to do a Field of Dreams quiz right now. It is the corn e edition. So our producer, editor, oh. extraordinaire, Robbie Scirocco, we're going to ping pong questions back and forth. Uh, Lucas, I guess we'll start with you. But if you don't get it, the other person can steal the point. Does this all make sense? Okay, and it's all related to the movie? Yes, correct. Oh, man, I, I haven't seen the movie in like eight years. Me neither. I did not go back and watch this, even though I organized a segment. I don't know anything about the questions. Our, let's see how our intern extraordinaire Alden Stone did with the questions. Robbie Scirocco, take it away. All right. First question, Lucas. In what Iowa City can the Field of Dreams be found? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Des Moines. Wrong. <laughs> Obviously. Is it, uh, is it Davenport? No. Wrong. It does start with a D. If that... Is there any clue? Nope. Did Dunganese? It is uh, in Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville. Yes, on the Lansing uh, family farm. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that so many times over the last few weeks, and <laughs> it just didn't stick. Okay. So I, what I heard is that the field is actually built with two farms. There's huh. It's like split between two farms and apparently both farms are going to have their own setups for like souvenirs and whatnot on either side. Interesting. It's going to be fascinating. Can't wait. All right. Yeah. So this next question is for me, Robbie. That is right. Uh, all right. Ray Kinsella stands on his property and hears a voice whispering to him. What does the voice say? If you build it, he will come. That's a layup. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that was that, a layup. That was I don't know layup. why I got that one so easy. <laughs> better give him right. an easy one. Next one. Uh, what are the other two things the voice says throughout the movie that are whispered to Ray Kinsella? Oh, God, I don't remember. He should get a point for each one. Okay. If you build it, they will come. Uh, man. Oh. I can like see it, but I can't remember. I'm so bad at this. I, I know one of them. Figures one out during a PTA meeting. If that helps. Can I help him out? I, 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 I don't have it. Go the distance. That is one. That is mm. one. And the okay. one before that. Get more popcorn. No. no. Wrong. You didn't whisper get more popcorn? No. That's usually what I was doing. <laughs> what was the other one? Ease his pain. Ease his pain. Oh, my God. Oh. Ease his pain and go the distance. 
right. right. Next one. I'm going to give, I want to give Lucas another, another crack. I'm going to pass on my question. Okay. I I feel like I'm going to go over here. No, no, no. All right. All right, Lucas, which dead baseball player is not allowed to play with the others? Shoeless Joe. Wrong. Ty Cobb because he was such an asshole. Correct. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, nobody liked him anyway. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, this yeah, one. Shoeless Joe. No, Shoeless Joe got to do a lot, actually. Yes. He did. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess this one will be to Chris then. No, no, no. We're going to keep sending Lucas. We're going to okay. get Lucas point. I want to feel, have him feeling good about this. All right. Sounds good. Uh, what sh- did Shoeless Joe Jackson tell Ty Cobb to do when uh, they were kind of going back and forth? What did Shoeless Joe Jackson tell Ty Cobb to do? Um, or how did he tell him off? I guess is a better way of phrasing it. Jeez, that's a hard one. I don't know. Go back in the corn. Uh, <laughs> no idea. He told him to stick it. Stick it. My God. Uh, yeah, I feel like I could have watched the movie last night and I still, still... wouldn't get most of these. <laughs> is there one Lucas is definitely going to get, Rob? Are there any easier? No ones? shot. I mean, what do you think? What was the original name of the movie? <laughs> or what, uh, who, who was the. Um... I think it was Shoeless Joe. Wasn't it called Shoeless Correct. Joe? Yes, it was. Well, that's what the book was called, I believe. Did you ever read the book, Lucas? No. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. And last question. What teams were playing in the baseball game that Kevin Costner took James Earl Jones to go watch? Ooh. Red Sox and it was at Fenway. Yeah. Correct. Um, I think it was Yankees. I think it was a division rival of Lucas's. I think it was the twins. Wrong. It was they went a, to a baseball game and filmed during a baseball game. It correct? was at Fenway, yes, correct. Uh, and it was the Red Sox and A's. A's. Oh, okay. Man, that's tough. Yeah. That's up. Al- mm. Alden did a really good job. He sure did. He stumped us. Yeah. Wow, Alden. You should use use this part on your college application process. Way to stump two morons. That was nice. Now we're going to have to watch it again. Jeez. Holy smokes. Um, yeah. All right. Tough. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. But it was, uh, it was inter- I'm excited for you, by the way. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think so, too. I, you know, hopefully we win and there's funnel cake and what other farm things. Uh, you are such a Californian. It's amazing. I want some, yeah, I want some uh, corn on the cob for sure. I'll right. have that. Mm-hmm. I like a lay though, being from California. You know what a lote is? A latte? A lote? I have no idea. So it's corn on the cob um, or shaved off the cob. It's a Mexican dish, I believe. I could be wrong. It's a Latin dish of some kind, but 
uh it's like shaved corn or corn on the cob with like a bunch of peppers and stuff uh, and okay and it's like um, um there's like a mayonnaise based cream sauce hmm. and it's like a whole thing and then you put like the the cojita or cotilla cheese on top sounds amazing yeah it's really good it's like a it's like an appetizer at like mexican restaurants for a guy who hasn't not today this is amazing sounds so good i know i haven't eaten yet either and it sounds really good i know have you had your cup of coffee no no i'm good i uh i just started getting into coffee 50 years old never drank it in my life are you serious seriously so now I'm into the iced vanilla latte with an extra pump of vanilla. I can't get away from it. Ugh. What? What do you mean? No. Ugh. Extra pump of vanilla. It's already filled with sugar and vanilla and milk. You need more? It, it's no milk. I put almond milk in it. Okay, so it's a, a nut milk, but still... I, I drink, I like to drink, um, like cold brew, just black, or if I do want a sweet coffee drink, my go-to is, uh, a mocha, but I get an extra shot of espresso and I'll like, be like, Hey, can you like cut the chocolate in half? Like if you squeeze chocolate sauce for like five seconds, make it two seconds. Okay. Just like a light. I, I prefer when it's like a light. If you're going to get the sugary um, or like a sweet taste, I think lighter because I don't know. It's just like a good complement to the taste of the espresso or whatever it may be, coffee, um, as opposed to like completely dominating it. And then you can kind of appreciate like, oh, this espresso was like gross and not very good. Or you go to another spot and you get a whatever and the espresso's like high quality, you'll notice and it'll be very good. Well, I, I am willing to expand my range, my coffee range. So I'm willing, you know, you got to text me the whole order because I can't, I don't have the mental capacity to do exactly what you said, unless I listen to this 12 times and I still won't understand it. So I have to have I'm the not, order. I'm not like a, I'm not an aficionado by any means. I just, um, I just don't personally, I, everyone's different, right? Right. Uh, I don't, I just don't like when coffee drinks are too sweet. Like for a sweet drink, I like, like, uh, Ooh, you know, those, you ever have like, uh, what do they call it? Like bubble tea in like Koreatown and stuff. Interesting. Interesting. I like, like tea or a juice. Those are always sweet. Just a, I'm a water guy strictly. Unless I'm drinking alcohol for a given evening, I'm water. I can't believe I've started to drink coffee, but I'm going to expand. Did you gonna... did you take in caffeine in a different form nope. prior to coffee? Never, never been a soda guy ever. Nothing. I used to drink apple juice as a kid. That was it. Just boring. Water, water, alcohol. Wow. It. That's cr- I don't know how how you gone this far without caffeine I don't know. man and i look this shitty could you imagine if i put soda in this body too on top of it <laughs> oh my god let's get to the yeah, wheel of soda, 
things. Oh, yeah, okay. I, We're moving on. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, I can't do the soda talk anymore. I've moved. I'm not. A, I'm not a big soda guy either. Trippin'. What I don't is think it? We've done that one with you. Trippin'. Uh, Trippin'. Yeah. The next trip you go on with Ari is going to be where? Ooh. The next trip I go on with Ariana. It could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be planned already. But if you could pick. Yeah, we, we have we have nothing planned. We can never plan anything this far in advance. It's so funny. Like. I'm going to trail off again. Uh, it's so funny. I, do normal people. When let's say, oh, we're planning a vacation. Mm-hmm. What? How far in advance are you buying the flight and hotel? Like, what's standard? Well, it, it, it's situational, right? If you've got kids, you have to do it in advance because they, they're school issues and stuff like that. But you're a young married couple with Louie. And that, so that's it, right? And you can get somebody to take care of the dog. So it's just the two of you. So as long as there's hotel availability, I mean, you still have to book it a month in advance, minimum. Oh, I haven't, I don't think I've booked a flight a month in advance in years. Ever, oh maybe. I, I can't believe this. A month in advance. Oh my but God. Minimum. See, I, used I to can't book, believe it on the other side. When, when my son went to college for the first time, he went in Ohio, I booked his, not only his flight to school, I booked it for Thanksgiving. I booked it for Christmas six months in advance. How, how do you do that? Oh, I, I, I'd be panicking. Like what if something happens and I want to fly the next day? Like I, I generally will get flights. Uh, a week advance or, or so a few days in advance. Just because, like, you know, you'll go back and forth. Ah, what time? What time am I trying to fly? And this and that. Um, yeah. Like, my flight home, my flight home from, uh, I had to fly from Baltimore, but I had to take a, the only direct flight was from the Dulles Airport in D.C. So I had to drive to D.C. and then get on a flight that went to Sacramento. Uh, we did that now. We have a fantastic uh, travel secretary. Shout out Eddie Casson for all the help over the years. But yeah, we did that. Um, I want to say seven or eight days prior, okay. and then I booked that beautiful VRBO experience uh, two days prior. Two days. I cannot believe that. Two or three days, maybe. Yeah. I did mine for Arizona two months in advance. At wow. least. Maybe, maybe I'll like do and I'll shift into that when I get older. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking with Ari about it. She was like talking, she was like some of my friends. Um she was t- they were talking about like getting flights to go home or something on some break. And they're like, oh yeah, I had to make sure to get them. And Ari's like, isn't that in like three months? And they're like, yeah. And Ari's like, oh my God. 
no as way. Long as, you, as long as you two are in the same boat. I'm a oh, we're in the same boat. Like with that stuff, we're completely in the same boat. That's um, yeah, I don't know. I'm now I'm starting to second guess myself. Don't second guess but, yourself. But you the can... thing is, like when you look at the prices of flights, mm-hmm. it's like people will buy flights early because they want to save money, right? right? But this, so it's like, okay, cool. I buy five months in advance. It's so much cheaper than if I were to buy it at this point, you know a month in advance or three weeks in advance. But when you get to like three days in advance, it's going down and you're saving some money. Guess what? I'm going to laugh at you the day you try and book three days in advance and there's no seats. I'm, you just, re- just remember it. It's going to happen one point in your life. I'm not rooting for it to happen. I don't, I like you too much. I would never do it for like a, a real vacation. Like uh, when we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago, I did that. Uh, I probably did that like a month in advance. Okay, good. I, good. I think a true vacation I'll do like a month in advance. Okay, I'm with you. With that being said, we never answered. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, man. Pick one place you want to go. I always want to go back to Hawaii, but for the sake of trying something new, I'd like to go to Europe mm-hmm. for like a heritage trip, if that makes sense. Um, I want to go to Northern Italy and see the Giolitos up there. Oh. And then Ari and I could go to Eastern Europe and see the Dubelcos out there. Wow. And We've looked at, I mean, I, I, I'm like somewhat familiar with like the area where my family, uh, my Italian side of my family is originally from. And it's like super beautiful, like wine country, Northern Italy, Southern France. Uh, and Ari, I want to say that her family did one of those like DNA things. So they got like pretty specific with it. And she was looking at some photos of like, the villages and stuff that her family members, distant family members are living in. And those areas are super beautiful as well. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of go meet some people, do that kind of stuff. And then um, on the side, we could go to like Greece or, you know, wherever else. And yeah, that would be a fun trip. I like it. That's good thinking. Good thinking. Uh, homework, you get a pass. You had a bad experience with the VRBO. It's okay that you didn't do your stuff with your animals. Quite all right. Next oh. time you, yeah, just don't worry about that. But this one. Oh, um, I have, I have plenty, plenty of uh, photos and video. I, I can send some photos and videos of the animals. Okay, well, we'll share it for next time. But this next yeah. one, as long as you do not pitch in Iowa, this is a must because we want okay. to be taken inside. I want you and Hendrix to take a field trip through the corn and video it and have him explain what the hell he's walking through. Oh, I think there's a corn maze. They're setting up a maze. Yes. Yeah. Take us through the corn maze. I'll try and I'll try and video document like much of my experience there. Yeah. Including including going through the corn with Liam. I think that would be fun. I think you guys would enjoy it. 
you know, why not? I mean, who, who hasn't gone through a corn maze in Iowa with an Aussie? Really? I don't know. <laughs> no I one. might be the first. Might. I might be the first. I think that would be part of corn one. maze experience. We did a corn maze uh, in the off season. There's like a couple corn mazes near Davis. And we went to this one and it said like the biggest corn maze in America. Like they had that going for it. It was insane. We're in that thing for hours. There's checkpoints. Were you you scared? Crazy. No. I'm sorry. There was a lot of people. It wasn't scary. It was like, it was like, um, I was like doing a puzzle. It was like doing one of those, uh, I don't even remember what they're called, maze puzzles. Okay. On paper, but in real life. It's interesting. Except, yeah, you're, you know, you're the guinea pig in it. It was massive. Yeah. Interesting. So I I got a little corn maze experience, so I'll probably dominate this one in Iowa. That's what I'm expecting. Because it doesn't look that challenging, to be honest. You can use that in arbitration, by the way. I dominate Mm. corn mazes. Put put that one up there. You know, forget about your performance first game out against the Astros after the break. I am a dominant corn maze guy. Yeah. I'm sure that'll go a long way. If if there's high walls and you just have to walk and figure it out, like I'm your guy. (laughs) You can actually peek over the corn. Ari kept trying to cheat. She wanted to go through the corn. She's like, oh, let's go this way. I'm like, no, 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 no. We got to, we're going to do this right. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. We're not doing that. She's probably cheating on her. You know, she's shortchanging herself on those vet tests too. Let's just cut right to the answers. No, no, no. You go through the hard stuff. I don't expect her to do that either. She's on a, a, uh, externship at a shelter right now. She last week, Five days she did 19 neuters in space. She's getting some like real, real experience now. It's really cool. I almost called you because we had to take our, our dog to the emergency room. I had mm. I, seriously, I almost called you. I was gonna say, can I get Ari's number? I need to like to be talked off the ledge here a little bit. I almost did it. Did you take your dog to the emergency room or call yeah. a vet or yeah, I got we, she got checked out. She's all good. Just needed a little medication, but I was a little freaked out. We were going on the road the next day. So I was like, the only vet I know is Lucas's wife. Do I call her? Yeah. I actually asked Michelle that. Sorry. Yeah. That's Ari gets a lot of those. And generally the response is like, take the dog to the vet. Um, if you're not certain that it will be okay. Yeah. Or at least so call call your vet and if they're available and see yep. what's going on. Yep. But it was a Sunday, so I was just kind of caught in a tricky place. But yeah, you have to go to like an you had to go to an emergency place or whatever. But they were very good. They got me in and out in about ninety minutes, and I was very thankful. And Sydney is doing well. So there you wonderful. Go. Glad yes. to hear that. Thank you. Uh, keep doing your thing, my man. I appreciate you giving us a, a little bit of time today. Uh, your trip to Iowa's going to be a blast have fun can't wait and if you ever you know i know you say it's you know boring and you go back to your apartment 
you ever need to FaceTime, I'm here for you. I just want to tell you. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. You know, we're, we're family here at the Chris Rose Rotation. Oh, know yeah. You know that. Hell yeah. Uh, big shout out to our guys, Robbie Shirocco and Alden Stone, for putting that fantastic quiz together. Mm. My God, that was too big tough. Big stumper. Yeah, but it was it was fun to do. And thank everybody for listening as well. Appreciate it. Lucas Giolito, we'll see you in a few weeks. And we will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.